0: hello everyone welcome to the astro baby podcast i am your host jay and thank you for being here you guys the year is almost over we're like a little over two weeks away from 2022 that's crazy i feel like this year was going back really really slow you know until we got to like September and everything has been a blur since then I realized I haven't even made my 2022 astrological calendar yet and so I had to do all that very tedious I don't want to freak you out or anything but Mercury is going retrograde like five times next year so (laughs) I mentioned in my last episode that um I'd been struggling a lot with that I'd been struggling a lot with depression the past couple of weeks, but I'm happy to say that I am perfectly well-adjusted now, and you could go as far to say that I am cured. Now I'm playing. <laughs> what if I was just like, I'm cured, guys? No, um, but things have been getting better for me. I've been really prioritizing my healing, and evidently when you do that, you start seeing progress and shit pretty fascinating very unprecedented findings here (laughs) anyway thank you for all the love on the podcast I'm gonna do a quick little shameless plug this oh shit this upcoming week I'm gonna be doing a tarot series on my Instagram so instead of one tarot day this week I'm doing five days straight of just tarot cards and spread ideas yay holiday cheer Right? (laughs) Fucking it's a Christmas miracle. (laughs) And I have a lot of week long theme ideas for my Instagram. So if you like consistency, stability, comfort, love, something to rely on that won't disappoint you and leave you with long term abandonment issues, then go follow my (laughs) Instagram. All right, (laughs) let's move on. Let's get into the content, shall we? All right, let's get into the herb of the week. This week's herb is lavender. I would like you to know that my boyfriend, Joey, um, he was very disappointed that he was outvoted on my Instagram poll for raspberry leaf. Uh, He voted for raspberry leaf. You all voted for lavender. Uh, And I'm so serious. Like, (laughs) this man said, everybody knows what lavender does. And I said, oh, okay, you know something like, okay, what does it do? And he said, it's relaxing. And while I guess that's true, Lavender is so much more than that. <laughs> nice little segue into the segment. Segue into the segment. A hey, Segue into the segment. Okay. Anyway, here we go. All right, first I'll talk about correspondences and then properties and uses and all that. All right, let's get into it. So, Mercury is associated with lavender, and so are the signs that Mercury rules, so that's Gemini and Virgo. It's associated with the throat and third eye chakra, as well as the air element. It holds a masculine energy as well, so its properties are going to include like things like communication and psychic abilities. So, as far as spiritually, lavender holds cleansing and purifying properties, So it can really help with clarity of mind as you meditate. And you can also include it in your smoke cleansing blends or bundles uh, for the same purpose, right? In the same way, it can help you to release any negative thoughts that uh, keep you up at night. Because if you're anything like me and a chronic overthinker, sometimes I literally cannot just turn my brain off to go to sleep. So keeping a little lavender sachet under my pillow to smell throughout the night or, or making, like, a pillow spray with, like, lavender essential oil can really help with resting your mind and getting better sleep. And as Joey already knew, and as many already know, it helps alleviate depression and anxiety. So look at wherever you hold that tension. You know where you, like, where you get that feeling of the worry... Or that like sadness, whatever, wherever those like feelings live. For me, it's in my head and like in my stomach. I get like headaches and stomach aches whenever I get anxious and depressed. Um, so, like, I'll take some lavender oil and rub that on those places um, to help with those like unrelenting feelings. <laughs> and this obviously doesn't cure your mental illness. I'm not trying to say that it does, uh, let's be real, but it helps that it helps like keep them from spiraling out of control. To the point where it like inhibits an activity, or you know what I'm saying. Uh, It has a lot of physical healing properties as well. Uh, You can use lavender oil to get rid of headaches, and it can help heal cuts, burns, and eczema. All right, so that's gonna be it for this week's herb of the week. That's hard to say. That's gonna be it for this week's herb of the week segment. Next week will be a crystal segment, so look out for the polls on my Instagram story to vote on which crystal you'd like to hear about next. Moonshit, moonshit, moonshit. How cute was that little intro song? Oh my god! I'm so proud of it. I made it up myself in my brain. It came to me, like, fully formed. It just, like, like whatever sort of, like, God or spirit just, like, bestowed it upon me, and I was like, this needs to go into my next podcast episode. Anyway, uh, <laughs> shout out to my boyfriend, Joey, for helping me put that together. Uh, okay, anyway, is everybody ready for the moonshit this week? Uh, I know I am. I'm gonna format this segment a little differently this time, so bear with me, but, since, okay, this whole week, it like, the moon is in the same phase. So I'm going to go over the phase first and then go through each of the signs that the moon, like, moves through this week. So this upcoming week, the moon is in its waxing gibbous phase. Um, and then Sunday is the full moon in Gemini. So think of this week as building up and riding this wave of momentum to the full moon, because during the waxing gibbous phase, you start recognizing how your intentions are manifesting and the universe like is loving on you and all that good shit. The waxing gibbous phase of the moon is also calling you to look out for signs from the universe regarding your intentions. So during this week, you might be seeing a lot of angel numbers more, Or you might be seeing messages like repeating themselves or things like that. If you see or hear the same thing more than once this week, pay attention to that and take it to heart. Um, This would also be a good time for divination. So if you don't practice any form of divination yourself, reach out to your tarot readers and get a reading on what the universe wants you to know about what you're manifesting. Um, You've got like pendulum readings, tea leaf readings, rune casting, whatever divination you like or practice, this is the time to do that thing. And if you need a great tarot reader, I'll leave some of my favorites in the description of this episode so you can reach out to them. Uh, Okay, so now I'm going to go through what signs the moon is in throughout the week. So first up, Sunday, yesterday, that's yesterday, (laughs) Sunday that's yesterday and Monday today if you're listening to the episode the day it comes out uh, the moon is in Aries which is perfect because Aries is a very active sign and during this time we're going to be rewarded for the actions we're taking on our intentions people so get blessed bitch so do something that inspires you uh, something that makes you feel like fiery and energetic And so spend time with people that make you feel like you got this, that lift you up and all that good shit, listen to music that boosts your mood, go to the gym, journal about your personal bad bitchery, if you will, and do literally anything that makes you feel powerful. Then Tuesday through Thursday, the moon is in Taurus, which is almost like the polar opposite (laughs) because all Taurians want to do is sleep. But when the moon is in Taurus, it's time to indulge people. Treat yourself like the amazing queen that you are. Like relax, get a massage, treat yourself to Starbucks, like go to your favorite restaurant or cook your favorite meal. Um, Have a spa night or like a movie night with your like closest and favorite people. Um, Do all of your favorite things on a Taurus moon because we're luxurious bitches, okay? And we want to feel like we run the world. I mean, because we do, but. Actually, you know what would be perfect is, like, a queen's bath. Like, you know those videos that are, like, how to be that bitch or, like, like, have, like, how to be that girl, right? Like, have a that girl bath, right? Torians are, like, sensual and grounded, so a bath would be a great idea to, like, get in tune with your body and indulge in the feeling, like, the this bitch on the block. And then the moon moves into Gemini on Friday and Saturday, So, Geminis love socializing, having deep intellectual conversations, and exchanging ideas, and talking smarty pants things, you know. So, something that might be beneficial is to educate yourself on your goals, like your manifestations. So, like, let's say your intentions are financial stability. So, watch a YouTube video or read a book about budgeting or something along those lines. Okay, now I want to talk about the full moon in Gemini that's going to be happening Sunday, December 19th, or depending on where you are, it'll be on the 20th. Um, This is the last full moon of the year, you guys, so I'm going to give you some ideas for what to do for your full moon ritual. So, Gemini is an air sign, so like I said, they're the smarty pantses of the zodiac, so do some activities that are like mentally stimulating So go to an art gallery, museum, a library. Um, I see lots of people use full moons to reflect on the intentions that they've been setting and see like what could be holding them back from achieving those things. You know, like sometimes our internal wounds like have a way of messing with our goals in ways that we don't always recognize. And so if we're setting intentions for something, there's a reason besides like I want this thing. So think deeper, like what are some obstacles that you've had to overcome while manifesting these past few weeks? Is there anything that's still like holding you back? And if there is, express it in some way, like get it out of your system, tell it to the universe, like acknowledge it, release it. Another major quality of Gemini is its duality. Um, Gemini is represented by the twins, you know, so, uh, and if you see its symbol, it's two lines joined together and it's symmetrical, a reflection, right? Right. So Gemini also calls us to find balance between two opposing ideas or energies. So, for example, a big one is your divine masculine and your divine feminine energies. Um, I think because of the season we're in currently, it could be like the past and the future with the, the turn of the year with the uh, with Yule and the winter solstice. Um, all of us to say, look at where you can achieve balance in your life and see how you, incor- you can like incorporate that into your uh, full moon ritual time all right that's all of the moon shit for this upcoming week it looks like it's gonna be a fun one so thanks for listening and i'm looking forward to seeing what everyone is doing for the full moon Yay! all right let's get into part of the episode where i actually talk about uh what's in the title so here we go <laughs> uh we have arrived <laughs> So today, I want to talk about colors because pretty, but were you aware that colors have spiritual meanings? Each color, uh, yeah, like it has its own specific properties and you can use colors to manifest whatever you fucking want in your life. Yay! Now, there are a couple of different ways to use colors for manifesting. Um, The most common way to incorporate colors uh, is through candles, So, and I feel comfortable saying that literally every metaphysical shop has colored spell candles, but if you don't like candles for uh, some reason, you can use colored ink, colored paper, really anything to be honest, clothing colors too. Uh, If you use veils, you can use colors in that way as well. Uh, I have a lot of different colored bandanas that I use as veils, and each color has its own purpose for what I want to manifest that day. Um, So let's like start looking at what each color represents. First, I want to talk about white because white is kind of the catch-all color. Like if you don't have a specific candle color for your intention, you can use a white candle in its place um, or white ink or however you want to use the color. Uh, It does have its own properties, including purification, spirituality, and peace. So use white when you're cleansing or manifesting a connection with your higher self. Um, White is also associated with the moon and the crown chakra. So you can use white during moon rituals and when you're working with your crown chakra. It also represents um, virginity, but also new beginnings, so I don't really look at it as, like, a Christian purity thing, like, I use white in this way as, like, I'm trying to start something new, or start on a new path, and the white helps differentiate the old path from the new one. Next, we're talking about black. Black is notorious for its protection properties. Um, I always keep black candles for this purpose. If I'm about to start a ritual, I have a black candle burning as a way to keep my space safe. Uh, It banishes negative energy so the energy doesn't get to you. If you are highly empathic, I would strongly encourage you to wear a black veil of some kind. Um, Whether that's a black beanie, a black bandana, headband, um, it helps you be able to express your empathy uh, and be there for people without absorbing that negative, like, heavy energy for them. Um, And also, it can help if you're trying to release, like, a toxic trait that you have or if you're trying to remove yourself from, like, a negative situation Um, It can be a tool that you use to create that distance and that separation um, from that negativity. Okay, now I'm going through the colors of the rainbow because I'm gay, but no, (laughs) actually because the colors of the chakras. Anyway, uh, so purple is commonly associated with the third eye chakra. So purple deals with imagination, psychic abilities, and intuition, and spiritual power. Uh, it's a great color to use when you're meditating. Uh, if you're trying to tap into your intuition, uh, you can visual visualize visualize. You can visualize purple in your mind during meditation. Or sometimes I like to visualize breathing in purple air or smoke or something like that. Um, you know, now that I think about it, it makes sense with the herb that we just talked about because lavender is in fact purple bro. Full circle moment. Blue is the next color we are talking about. My transitions are so on point. (laughs) Uh, Blue is the color of the throat chakra. So its properties are going to be communication, creativity, um, emotional healing, and peace. And if you follow my Instagram, shameless plug, I posted my new altar setup um, that's centered around my healing journey, and the color theme I used was blue because healing. Yeah, that makes sense within the context. Thank you, Jay. Blue is also the color associated with water. Go figure, right? So, if you're doing a water ritual, a blue candle would be fitting for that. Also, if you're manifesting healthy or effective communication with someone, this would be a good color to incorporate. Like if you're going into a conversation with someone that's really hard to communicate with, you could wear blue to help you out. Cute. Moving on, green is the color you would use if you're manifesting that sweet smula eh uh, so <laughs> okay, so money magic, um earth magic is another one. I love to use this in rituals to honor mother earth. Uh green is the color of the heart chakra. So you can use it in uh, Heart Talker meditations. Um, Green is also a healing color, uh, more to do with physical healing, um, as opposed to the blue that dealt with emotional healing, Um, as well as it can bring good luck to a situation um, that seems like it's stacked against you. Um, And you can also use green when you're manifesting a positive character quality. Because green is all about growth as well. So if you're working on becoming your best self, use some green. Next up is yellow. Yellow is in the most unprecedented way. The color associated with the sun. See, this is why you need me to talk about this shit. Because the average person could not possibly put this together. Okay, anyway, yes. So use yellow during sun rituals. Um, I like to put yellow glitter in my sun water for this purpose. Um, don't drink it. Should, probably should <laughs> probably should mention that if you're gonna do that, don't drink it. Um, unless it's edible gl- glitter, but either way, that would taste bad. Anyway, this I didn't put this in my notes. I'm just I'm just talking here. Uh, yellow is the co- <laughs> yellow is the color of the solar plexus chakra. Uh, so it holds properties of confidence and wisdom. So if you're struggling with low self-esteem or seeing yourself in a positive light, try incorporating yellow into your daily routine. It's also helpful with divination because um, it enhances your confidence in your ability to interpret the meanings, um, as well as it enhances like using wisdom to discern which meaning may apply to yourself or the person that you're reading for. Uh, Orange is next. So orange is a color of the sacral chakra. Orange can help you in being more optimistic as well as more successful uh, in general. Orange deals with tangible successes. Like if you're in a legal debacle, it helps you achieve justice. Like if you were wronged, Um, where green helps with monetary success, uh, orange helps in networking as well as making good deals and decisions in your career. And just in general, you can wear or use orange to bring joy and excitement into your life. Too bad it's kind of a low ugly fucking color. Alright, and we got two more. Hang in there with me. Red is next, and it's associated with the root chakra. So red can help enhance the energies in grounding rituals or root chakra work. Um, red corresponds with the fire element. So use it in fire rituals or whenever you're needing motivation, determination, that go-getter, like, boss bitch energy. Red is also the color of passion, sexual power, and sexual love, so you can use it to enhance your sex life with your partner. It also helps if you're needing strength or courage in an area of your life where you feel controlled or, like, you don't have a say. And last but not least, obviously, we have my personal favorite color, pink! So while red deals with sexual energies and like physical love, pink is representative of emotional love or like whether that's a romantic love with your partner or a platonic love with a close friend. How cute. I like to use pink in rituals for emotional closeness with Joey, my baby. I've mentioned that we do couples love spells and I always use, use a pink uh, candle to burn during those. Also, a few weeks ago, I had a mental health slash self-care day and I burned a pink candle for self-love. So think about rose quartz, right? Rose quartz is the stone of unconditional love. Um, You can kind of tie that in because rose quartz is pink and or love is pink and pink is pink. Yeah, I'm great at this. (laughs) Wow, that was like a, that was an intense, like a lot of information kind of episode. I hope you were taking notes. Actually, don't take notes because if you need to refer back to it, just listen to this episode again. <laughs> oh my god, I am obnoxious. Um, Anyway, that's going to be it for this week's Astro Baby episode. Aw, womp womp, so sad. Uh, however... If you would like to consume more of my content, please go follow me on Instagram at the Astro Baby Pod for day to day witchy content. Follow the podcast wherever you like to consume the podcast. If that platform happens to be Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and a review. Did I mention that I love you personally? Because I do. So, bye bye.